everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Pilot's Guide Podcast, a show where I, John, and my co-host, Sean, who isn't here today, sit down and review streaming service original pilot television episodes. And we, uh, you know, we get it, we dig into them, we see what they're, what's ticking, see what they're all about. You know, sometimes Netflix, sometimes Hulu, sometimes Disney+, Plus, sometimes other... Uh, and, you know, we let you know how we're feeling about it, ultimately, whether or not we believe the show is clear for takeoff or crash landing. As I have already mentioned, uh, my buddy Sean, who's a, a busy, busy boy, uh, is off in the world this week, so I needed to bring in a ringer, and uh, I have called in. Here she is. <laughs> Are you going to say my I'm, name? No, no, you're supposed to introduce yourself again why it's fine kristen's back okay hi you know what that means folks books yeah now we we i won't say what we have if you read the title you know what it is yeah but i won't say what it is until i i perform my opening bit so here is the show that we watched today it's a netflix show there are three seasons and kristen if you would kindly give me an a a. Give me an N. N. Give me another N. N. Give me an E. E. What does that spell? N. With? With an E. Got it. Yeah, not just a regular A-N-N. True. We've got, today we've got A-N-N-E, and with an E, the Netflix original, uh, which is based on a series of books, I believe, Yeah. eight. Yeah, something eight. Because every book series that you come on for these days has <laughs> already has eight eight books, and uh, yeah, a little bit of a um, I don't know, eighteen nineties turn of uh, the nineteen hundreds yeah. uh-huh. story about a young girl who gets adopted through a series of circumstances, which we will talk about in full, um, but and with an A. I've never heard of Anne with an A. You didn't even hear of Anna Green Gables. You didn't even know what that was. Well, exactly. That's what I haven't. I said Anne with an A. I meant the book series, which is known that all the books are known as Anne of Green Gables or just the first book? Well, that's what the first one is called, but it's the Anne of Green Gables series. Okay. Well, what are some factoids about Anne of Green Gables? And you clearly have a history with it or you knew about it. Would Everyone you, knows about I've it. I've never known about <laughs> it. Tell me about it. Tell all of our listeners about it. Okay. They're a book series um, written, set in Canada, which I didn't know that. I didn't yes. know she was in Canada. They say um, a boot. Yes. And sorry. Sorry. That's the, <laughs> like the, where it's easiest to, yeah, to figure out. Yeah, that's the biggest one. Um, yeah, there's eight books. Um, I don't know. What else do you want to know? I don't know how. Like, how do you know it? What? Because this is just a book everyone reads in like middle school, the beginning of high school, maybe. But you haven't read it. I did not read it. Mm. I knew about it, obviously, but I did not read these books. Did you ever? Nobody ever like talked to you about it. You were just like, oh, that's just the book that's always there on the rack. That yeah, I don't know. It's just it's. I mean, it's been made into other movies and other shows in the past. Oh really? It, yeah, it's oh. like been around. It's just a common story. 
a common story. Well, a I don't story know about that, that everyone knows about. Except for me. And is widely loved. Widely loved. Um, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I liked it. Like the first episode, I thought it was okay. Okay. Uh, but again, a story that I, I'm not too all that familiar with. Um, to be fair, I didn't really know what the story like was about. Right. I didn't know exactly right. what happened. Sure. You just know that it's a good book. But it's a-okay because in this first episode, we get an hour and a half of content to chew on because mm. for whatever reason, uh, Netflix wanted to do the whole yeah. double-length uh, season opener for series oh. opener for this. What? The other episodes aren't that long. No. Oh, All the other are episodes are 40 minutes long. Uh, and the opener to Anne with an E, which totally has an appropriate point to be split in half, yeah. is uh, an hour and a half. So oh, I thought they were all this long. No. Okay, that's good. Maybe, maybe the, se- the season starts of, of season okay. two and three, which, again, there are already three seasons of this show, so it has been out for uh, several years at this point. Yeah. But uh, we've seen it on on the uh, the Netflix queue from time to time. And Kristen's noted, oh, you know, and with an E, I would like to watch that or, or read that or mm-hmm. something we could do for the pod. Um, but because the, the amount of um, book shows was a little, uh, little on the thin side. Yeah, it's lacking now. We've done a lot of them recently. So, yeah, there are a couple more. Got. There are a couple more that are they're popping up. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we're not here for those. We're here for Anne with an A. So why don't we start off with the Kowalski analysis report, which is the part of the show where we talk about the different characters uh, that appear in this episode that we'll be talking about in more detail uh, throughout the pod. So we'll, we'll start with our main character. We've got Anne Shirley, played by Amy Beth McNutley. Mm-hmm. Um McNutley. Yeah. Uh, not, not, I'm thinking of Hicks <laughs> McNutley's, which is at the beach. McNulty. Okay. You, you, you've, have you already? I never heard of McNutley. McNutley is a thing. It is a thing. I see. I'm looking, I'm trying to look over my shoulder at my computer and, uh, you know, I got away from me. Okay. Uh, McNulty. So she is a 13 year old girl. Um, and she, knows her way around um, a farm. She knows how to take care of kids. Uh, she knows how to do a lot of things. Um, but m- she's mainly understood for having a incredibly large imagination, um, which often will pull her out of reality itself. Um, but as we will come to understand later, it's mostly a uh, defense mechanism. Which is sad, but mm. she's a little girl who loves to talk a lot, loves to imagine, loves to appreciate beauty and the world, um, and she's able to do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else could you add about about our, our protagonist, Anne? Okay, well, she's an orphan. True. She lost both of her parents, I think, just because they were sick yep. when, when she, she was, was an young. Um, so she... It seemed like she was in and out of the orphanage, mm-hmm. had lived with another family that I think we'll talk about um, yeah. to help raise their children. 
Um, obviously when she's still a child because she is only 13. I think in the book she's 11, but either way. Um, hmm. And she, before, right before this story starts, she is in the orphanage just waiting for, you know, another family to need her oh. for something. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, before the story. But in the in the book, do they talk about the orphanage in the beginning of the... No, it's the same. Okay. Yeah, Got it. Not really. So at, at the start of the show, we find her getting off of a train with the woman from the adoption agency or, or whatever you can call her, not adoption no, agency or something. In the book, she was also adopting a child. She's just, like, from the village. Oh, oh, oh Also okay. adopt. So they... The Cuthberts were like, oh, just pick ours up for us, too. So. Perfect segue. She's just like their neighbor. Yeah. Okay. The Cuthberts. Yes. Marilla and Matthew. Mm-hmm. What's the 411? They are siblings. Siblings. Yes. Not husband and wife, which <laughs> they make you think maybe for like two I minutes. I feel like you'd always just assume that. Yeah, well, of course. Two older, two older people, people living together. You just know they're married with the same last name. Right. But. Yeah, they're siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't, They, I guess they were never married or never had kids. We don't hear anything about them. Right. Um, so since they're getting older, they need help around the house and around the farm. So they want to adopt a little boy to help Matthew around the farm. Mm. There you go. Which is why they go send for a child from right. the orphanage. Yes. Yeah. Um. Okay, so they're, they're, they're like the 1B main characters. They're also very important. We spend a lot of time with them in this first episode. Um, let's see. Who can we pass it over? Why don't we talk about the neighbors? Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Mrs. Lind, Rachel. Uh-huh. Uh, what's her deal? She's kind of like a... She just likes to be in everyone's business, yeah, it seems. A bit of a snoop. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, about... Three quarters of the way through the episode, she gets told off by Anne with an E, uh-huh. and it's a uh, it's a pretty powerful scene and maybe the best one in the in the show. Um, we can talk more about there, but yeah, she's just a, a gossip type of person, and you know, in in an age before phones, she's as much of a gossip as she, <laughs> she can be. She has to run up the hill to find out exactly what's the information. Exactly, but she clearly has a relationship with Marilla. Uh, they went to school together. We know that, and so they've known each other for all their lives and she's you know they're just about the same age so there's that um let's see uh i believe the other neighbor is mrs spencer i i don't like i i assume i'm looking at the at the cast lists she they might not have said her name in the in the actual episode or no maybe mrs spencer was the person from the uh, other random lady. Gosh, this is a mess. Uh, <laughs> I think Mrs. Spencer is the person that the, that the Cuthberts wanted to pawn Anne off on. Is that Diana? No. No. No, that's the Berries. Okay. Let's talk about the Berries. Enough with the... So, Mrs. Spencer is a character in the show. Yeah, I think she was the lady that picked her up. Okay, you think that's who that is? Yeah. Yes, and Blewett is the other one. Okay. We got it. Okay. We got it. Remember, Mrs. Spencer, woman that picked her up, was on the train with her in the beginning, is in the village with the Cuthberts. Enough about her. 
We don't know a lot about her anyway. The Berries, who we mm-hmm. meet at the end of the episode, but will certainly be more important later on. Um, a richer family. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, their daughter, Diana, um, Anne wants to be friends with her. Friends forever. Yeah. Bosom friends or whatever. Bosom buddies. Bosom buddies. Yeah. Yeah, they do like a secret friend handshake. A ritual. Yeah. Yeah. A blood sacrifice, actually. It's pretty, wi- it's pretty <laughs> wild for, uh, for this show, I'll have to say, but you're just going to have to watch it to find out. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So we've got the Cuthberts, the Berries, Mrs. Spencer. Um, there's a couple of train people that we meet, just people that run, that are at the station, the train station. They literally don't have names. Um, ah, and uh, last but not least, why, why don't we talk oh, yeah. about why don't we talk about Jerry? Jerry. Jerry, the oh. Frenchman or French boy. Okay, well, he also comes to help. Correct. He's hired help. Yeah. Not an adopted boy. Correct. They're just hiring him to Correct. work on the farm. Correct. Well, we also didn't talk about the Hammonds. Yeah, well, or just Mrs. Hammond, who's really the only... No, well, Mr. Hammond, you know, you know, wink, wink. Basically, that's who Anne lived with before, and was help. she was helping them. It was the Hammonds. Yeah, and by helping, uh, Kristen means that she was doing yeah. literally everything, <laughs> uh, taking getting... care of eight kids, yeah. uh, cooking, cleaning, changing diapers, and uh, she was very much... Um, appreciated as if she was garbage and that's uh, she was getting yeah. hit by Mr. Hammond and uh, one time she got hit so hard by Mr. Hammond that he died uh-huh. um, but I guess that was like a karmic cycle on that man because yeah not she, good she didn't deserve a lick of it and um, that's a shame and that's ultimately uh, what probably drives that overactive imagination because she definitely wanted to find a way to get out of that situation, even if she couldn't. Um, but she clearly appreciates people that give her a place to, to live and food to eat. But she just was dreadfully underappreciated by the Hammonds. And she has a much better situation, which she'll figure out, with the Cuthberts. Um, but from there, why don't we expand on the story as a whole instead of throwing darts at a board and uh, letting you try to fill it in. So we'll move on into our summary portion. Um, do you want to, can you, you th- I could do a quick summary. Okay. Why, why don't you just, why don't you just take your time, let it rip, go through okay. it and we'll, we'll, we'll talk more. All right. So, uh, Matthew and Marilla want to adopt a boy from the orphanage to help Matthew on the farm. Because he's getting older, he's clearly, like, not in the best health. Yeah. Um, so they send Mrs. Spencer, I guess, to pick this boy up. And when Matthew gets to the train station to pick him up, it turns out that it's Anne mm-hmm. instead of a boy. And he's like, well, I guess I need to bring you home <laughs> for the night, at least, because you can't sleep at the train station even though we don't want you. So, yeah. but they should, he doesn't say that to Anne. No. He... So that's good. But Marilla basically does when they get back to the farm. Mm-hmm. Um, Anne talks and talks and talks the whole way home. Like five hours in a yeah. cart. Right. Across the, the Canadian countryside. Right. Just talks this man's but ear But he off. likes it. He's, he does like it. Yeah, but he doesn't he show doesn't it. he doesn't like to talk. 
Right. He's very terse. Yeah, he's quiet. So he likes having someone else talk. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're good together. Um, they get back to the house and Marilla is obviously annoyed because yeah. it's not a boy. It's Anne. Um, so she says, well, you can stay here for the night, but tomorrow we're going to have to go sort it out and figure out what happened. So in the morning, they go to Mrs. Spencer's house to ask her, like, how did this happen? She was like, my sister, whatever, the grapevine, this Uh information obviously does not travel well because she heard that they wanted a girl. So that's what she got. Mm -hmm. And Marilla doesn't... So Marilla says, you know, we wanted a boy. We don't really want Anne. Mm-hmm. And Anne's standing right there. She's like, lady. Yeah, I know. Real not nice. Marilla's a little a little uh, rough around the edges. Yeah. And so Mrs. Spencer's like, oh, my neighbor was looking for some help. I'm sure Anne could, you know, help her instead of having to go back to the orphanage. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess this neighbor is not well liked yeah, by everybody. So um, Marilla is like, okay, we'll think about it. You know, we're not set on it mm. yet. So... They go back to their house, and Marilla and Matthew are basically like, she can stay here on a week trial. Yes. If, you know, if she helps out, if she's not bad, Mm -hmm. she can stay here. So, Anne's very happy about that. Yes. Um, And then, while she's staying there, um, I don't know what happens first, but the whole brooch situation. Brooch is a blast. I don't Probably. know what happens in the middle then. What? Okay. They go to the berries. Yeah. And it, well, nah, that's also kind of la- So she starts the trial because yeah. she's able to convince um, Matthew and Marilla that to a certain extent she can milk a cow, take well, care they, of... Well, they don't care. They're well, like, no, you're not helping with that. You're not a boy. Well, yeah, but Mr. Uh, then then uh, Matthew's sort of like, the point is I want her to be... You and Marilla and and Anne to be close. Yeah. He wants her to be like, uh, be friends. But Marilla is like, I don't need anybody to to be friends with in the kitchen. Like, uh, right. That's annoying. Like she's just annoying. She talks too much, and and often Marilla will just like bash her for being too talkative and. Right, but um, Matthew likes her, wants her to stay. Yes, like pretty pretty quickly. Um, the the first thing is shoot there's well yeah there's the there's the brooch situation which is with the berries um i think rachel comes first yes rachel rachel, comes rachel first. is the is the the first cog in right here so she is talking to marilla when she comes up yes and she is, is an orphan hater yeah she's like you should have never adopted you know, anybody, orphans, they light your house on fire and steal your stuff. And poison and, your water. Yes. Yeah. They want to just kill you and steal. And then she sees Anne and she's like, Anne is so, like, she's like, that girl is so ugly. Anne has red hair. She has freckles, which she, she herself does not enjoy. Yes. It's her life's sorrow <laughs> to yeah. have red hair, which is sad. So she knows this about herself, that I mean, back then, I guess, I don't know, in the early 1900s, 
red hair wasn't fashionable, I guess. Fashionable. As if I it's mean, now people are like, oh, it's so pretty. People love it. Yeah, no, red hair Red hair's cool. My mom has red hair. Yeah. But Rachel basically is like, that's the ugliest girl I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. To her face. Yeah, like pretty, pretty savage. Yeah, exactly. So to her face. Yes. She says, you're ugly. You're too thin, mm-hmm. and you're like a skeleton. And then Anne lets off a barrage, a salvo of vicious words directed at this woman to like literally cut her in half. Mm-hmm. Says, you know, you are the worst woman I've ever met, the rudest person ever. How can you say that to a child? Yeah. This is Anne being like, uh, a lyric from the a lyric from the opening intro of the show, a century ahead. She's just uh, she's Anne's just with it. She she has a, a a very colorful and large vocabulary. I wouldn't say even say colorful, just a very um, yeah, very large. She knows a lot of words, a lot of big words, and she likes to use them. So she's throwing uh, verbal daggers at this lady, and Mrs. Lynn Rachel is is. Stunned, has nothing to say, and storms away. And ultimately, Marilla is like, okay, you can't do that. <laughs> um, Rachel storms out. She says, see what you did? You're done. Marilla. Yeah. You but shouldn't have done it. now Anne has to apologize. Yes, that's the biggest thing. Which is very funny. Great, yeah. Apo- there's an apology. She has to, she spends like a day in her room of this, she's on a week trial. She spends a day locked in her bedroom because you're not allowed to come downstairs and eat with us until you say that you're willing to apologize yeah. to Mrs. Lind. And, and Anne's like, I don't have to apologize to her. She's the POS. I'm a child that she made fun of. Mm-hmm. Like, what do I have to do? And ultimately, it's uh, Matthew who's able to convince her to come downstairs um, or to apologize. Yeah. We talk about the apology scene. It's just way over the top. The way she apologizes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just like falls to her knees Mm -hmm. and, you know, says how, oh, I'm such a bad girl. You're right. Like, I'll never (laughs) talk to you that way again. All these like high praises for her because she's just making it a joke. She's like, sure, I'll apologize and I'll just, you know, make it funny. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, oh no, it, it's great, and uh, ultimately Rachel accepts the apology um, to what to whatever it matters. Um, she reassures Anne that she knows somebody who had red hair, mm. that it turned into like an Auburn, not a honey mist Auburn, but an Auburn eventually. So Anne's like, okay, I have something to look forward to in my future. Uh, so that's great. Yes, because Anne's two prayers are yes. wanting to stay with the Cuthberts and wanting to be pretty when she's older. So that's big. And, and, and you know, we, we might talk more about prayer, but uh, she didn't have a she doesn't have a very extensive background uh, with church or religion. And, and that's something that's Mar- that Marilla's um, looking to be her own job to try to teach this girl Anne. Um, how to be closer to, to God, teaching her the Lord's Prayer, teaching her um, a number of other prayers, um, and just sort of growing her religious volume. 
Um, so that's sort of what's going on there. And now we have the brooch situation and the berries. Um, this guy, William Barry, uh, Bill Barry, just rolls up on his horse. I mean, how else do you get around? Well, yeah, but he just rolls up on his horse out of nowhere and is like... Everything's out of nowhere. They can't say, oh, I'm coming. He's like... <laughs> they just come. They just head on over. They don't. Have, they can't make any phone calls. Right. They can't page. No. Can't send a telegram. They just show up. Well, Bill Barry, Billy B, comes over to see Matthew at the gate and he's like... I have heard you have a new kid in your house. Ew, he's not scary. Hey, he's kind of weird. He's kind. He's, he's kind of dad. He's just a rich dad. Yeah. Uh, he's like, I suggest you take her to come meet my two kids, and we can have fun together. We can all they can all meet and be friends. And it's like, okay. So that's when. Uh, but we don't even see him there. No. And Matthew didn't even go either. Correct. This is a this is a an all it's a girls ladies tea a ladies tea and play date. Yeah. Um, Anne's got got a new outfit uh, made for her by Marilla. Brown. It's brown. <laughs> uh, Kristen's you know favorite clothing color brown. Mm, yeah, she loves to wear brown clothes. <laughs> Anne is wearing a, a big brown dress, which Anne feels the same way about. Did she so. say? Oh, brown. Yeah, she's like, that's not pretty. She's like, could it be an azure? <laughs> uh, could it maybe... have puff sleeves? Yeah, she just wants those puff sleeves. Yes. And uh, Marilla's like, I'm not going to waste my fabric on you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, brown dress uh, goes to see the berries. Uh, the two girls, Diana and other berry. Don't know. Um, and... They have the hangout. They eat cake and tea. Anne promises to Marilla that she's not going to talk a lot at the tea, which she clearly doesn't, because Diana tells us, "Oh, you haven't. You hardly said anything at the tea. Did you like the cake?" And Anne starts to open up to Diana uh-huh. and does her whole imagining thing. Says like, uh, like she's a sword fighter, or like she's bouncing all over this like little wood path that they're walking on. Um, and that's when she says, Diana, you got to swear to me that we'll be best friends. And Diana's <laughs> like, I would never swear. Oh, yeah. She can't swear. No. But Anna's like, no, this is a good kind of swear. Yeah, this isn't like that God swear. It's like, I swear loyalty right. to you as a friend. So they do, they like, I think they like put their pinkies together. They like sacrifice an animal and then they the, they seal the blood pact and no. it's just like bang best friends forever right yeah they are best friends yeah however they got there however they got there blood pact and all <laughs> um so when they went to the woman's tea uh mrs cuthbert was wearing a nice brooch uh, which was her mother's or her grandmother's or something. It was a family heirloom, a nice amethyst brooch, Anne's favorite color, amethyst, uh, because it's very mature, I believe she says. Um, so when they get back, Anne, who very often will imagine herself as a princess, uh, Princess Cordelia, 
she does like a makes like a head drape thing um like a long train kind of thing with the brooch a veil, a veil. it's not really a veil is it i mean I close enough uh but it's got the brooch attached she plays make-believe and then marilla comes upstairs and uh says yo where's my brooch and Anne's she says like, confess or you're leaving and Anne's like okay so if i confess I won't have to leave. Right. Right. Uh-huh. This is this is the conceit of the whole ep- of the whole episode right here. Anne's mental function right here in this scene. It makes sense. If she confesses to where the brooch is, which Anne has said three times before, I don't know where it is. If she confesses, she'll get to stay, mm-hmm. which is what she wants. Right. So Anne confesses, and what's her confession? That she lost it in the well. It's yes. like in the water, in the well. She was leaning over the well and it dropped into the water below. Right. And uh, Marilla's like, all right, pack it up. You're out of here. Yeah. First thing in the morning. And uh, Bummer. Anne goes, uh, Anne loses it because she's bummed. She upset. made that up. It's not true. Right. It's not true. Right. She just wanted to make up a confession. Because if she confessed, she'd get to stay. But Marilla right. took it back. No take backs. Come on. Right. Um, so Anne packs up first thing in the morning, cries a little bit, hops on the cart with some fishmonger, and like heads back to town. Um, and Marilla's going to clean the bedroom, and it's just in the freaking couch cushions. Right. Like, unbelievable. Ugh, gosh. Uh, she finds the brooch, and that's when Marilla's like, oh, I really, uh... Matthew. I really effed up here. Yeah. Matthew. Go get Matthew. Uh, Matthew hops on his horse, and he kicks that thing into overdrive, and then we're right back on where we are in literally the first scene of the show, which is a, uh, a scene of Matthew riding his horse through, like, a watery coastline... Right. Like a beach um, to try and catch a train. And we find at the end on the train is Anne with an E. Yep. Going away. Going back. To Nova Scotia, to the orphanage. Yep. And that's it. Heavy ending. Very long. Very, a <laughs> very, movie. Very long. A movie that doesn't at, end in a satisfying manner. Correct. But that's our situation that we've... We went through a, a, a nice detailed summary that deserved all the attention that we gave it. Um, now, is there anything else in particular that you might want to talk about? Any other scenes that were of note to you? Any particular uh, uh, characters with how they acted? I thought it was savage when Anne, there's like a nice, I forget what kind of tree it was. That's right outside her window. Cherry and she. Tree cherry tree with like the white blossoms and she picks up a branch and she's like playing with this branch that has all these flowers on it mm-hmm. and then marilla just takes it and put it puts it in the fire oh wow this is, rude this is after night one when Anne's there and Anne thinks she's going to leave the next day yeah. Anne does so much crying justifiably you so would, yeah justifiably so um but there's just so many scenes of this this little girl being so sad, thinking that she's going to have to leave. But also so happy. Oh, so happy. Like, overjoyed. Yeah. And 
Who knows? Um, I I kind of like the... There's this scene where she uh, meets Jerry, who we didn't really talk about. Jerry... Uh, in the book, his name is not Jerry. His name's Mungo Jerry, actually. <laughs> and her name is actually Rumple Teaser. No. And they're no, cats. No, no, and this no, is the musical no, cats. No. Right? No. Okay. Well, what, what's his name in the book? Then? I don't know. He's not in the first book. Oh. He's but... in the second book, I believe. Gotcha. His name's not Jerry, though. I know that. Well,. Uh, it comes as a shock to her. I think it's when she's like coming back after she apologizes to Mrs. Lind. Mm-hmm. Yes, they. Uh, she like looks up in the top of the barn, and out the barn window is just this boy who's bailing hay, and she's like, she's pissed. Yo, you didn't need to hire a boy. I'm here. Right. You had me. And she's like, uh, uh, Marilla's like. We need a boy. We need extra hands. But literally all he's doing is moving hay. Right, with a big pitchfork. Like, come on, lady. But she... But Anne goes up there, confronts this kid, this this little little French guy, Jerry, <laughs> um, and says, I can finish your job. Takes the thing out of his hand. And he's just like, who are you? Right. And... They get into like a bit of a, a spat, and he's like, he introduces himself, Jerry Baynard, and freaking Anne drops the European history knowledge on him and is like, Baynard, that's the horse that Charlemagne had, and it means that you're dumb. <laughs> it's like, it means like foolish or something. Uh-huh. Um, and she, and Anne just like knows this, this drops his knowledge on this kid, and this kid's like, Get off my back. I'm just here to do work. This is my job. I'm making a living. And, like, that's the only scene we get with Jerry. But, like, there's a contention there from day one. And who knows how it's going to manifest in the future. Um, but things might get spicy. Who knows? Oh. It's fine. Okay. We, we, maybe theories. Who knows? Oh. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see. Wouldn't be, wouldn't be a shocker if this is the start of something new. Okay, well, hold it. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Um, why don't we talk about likes and dislikes? Okay. What'd you like? I liked a lot of the settings. The absolutely. set pieces, the sets. Mm-hmm. Very pretty. Yeah. I don't know if they actually filmed it. I was literally looking it up. In Canada? Uh, let's see. Where was Anne with an E filmed? Anthony was filmed in Ontario. Okay, so. well, they're not in Ontario, but okay. Close enough, I guess. Canada's don't beautiful. Don't come at me. Ah. People in Canada. I don't know where Ontario is. But <laughs> <laughs> it was very beautiful. The settings, like the nature scenes were very pretty. When they're riding back to the house and they're passing through the... I didn't write it down. I should have. the The path where it's like all covered in flowers what she calls it um she calls it let me let me find it i i can get this i was like oh i remember that from the book and then i, I didn't write it down this. it's like the she's got the the lake 
The Lake of Shining Waters. Lake of Shining Waters and the, like, Amazing Path or something like that. What does she call it? She called it, like, the Wonderful something. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's just, like, a really pretty path with cherry trees on either yeah. side. That's pretty. Um, so I liked that. I love Matthew. The Avenue. Well, it's called The Avenue. Yeah. That's what Matthew calls it. But she's like, eh, it's not called The Avenue. It's called, like, The Wonderful Walkway or something like that. <laughs> something we can't remember. Uh, the but Wonderful Walkway would be pretty good with all that alliteration. Yeah. Um, I love Matthew. Yes. And how he loves Anne. Best boy. So nice. Seeing a little old man smile. Yes. It's nice. So sweet. And it's always like a slow smile. Like he goes from frown uh-huh. to like tiny smile. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh. It's nice. So I like that. That's really sweet. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm with you. Ever- I'm with you on the set piece. Yeah. I uh, thought that was great. Um, Anne is a little, a little overbearing. She's a li- she's a little bit of a tough watch. Uh-huh. And it's but it, it's you have to yeah because I knew that that's what it was she was gonna be like right right I I didn't know what this character was um, but she does talk a lot yeah. and the way that characters get annoyed at her talking. Totally makes sense, but also <laughs> the amount of time she spends talking and imagining also totally makes sense, totally justified, because she had the worst situation, and that's, a, I'll own, like, mostly it's a principal dislike for how they had to do it to this girl, yeah. but, like, she was in the orphanage, and there's a scene, a flashback, where, like, these other girls... Say, you're talking too much. Take this dead mouse and put it in your mouth. They, like, touch it to her mouth. And it's, like, sad. Horrible. And she's always just treated like garbage. And I, like, don't... We don't understand where it's rooted from. Like... Right. Well, apparently people think she's ugly. So it's, like, easy to pick on her. She's ugly and she talks a lot. Unfair. I don't know. Well... Well, we think she's cute. That's mean. Yeah. Um, so obviously we hate that. Yeah. Love when she goes off on Mrs. Lind. Yes. That's great. Amazing. And honestly, love the heavy ending. Really? Because I thought it was going to be like, and now she's ours. And now we get into the misadventures of Anne with an E and the Cuthberts. <laughs> uh-huh. No, she's on the train. I mean, okay. obviously she's going to get back, but like. How's he going to figure it out? How, what's Matthew going to do? He can't ride his horse all the way to Nova Scotia, can he? He could get on another train. Well, yeah. And he will. Okay. Probably in the first 30 minutes of the next episode. Yeah, probably. But still. First three minutes. It's just like, wow. That's hefty. That didn't happen in the book. No. In the book, she didn't go. She didn't leave. Oh. And they didn't, like, get her back. They didn't have to do that. She always just stayed in the book. Gotcha. She's... Stayed through a trial, and then they were like... There wasn't a really a trial. There wasn't really a trial in the book. They're just like, ah. They were just like, okay. <laughs> Stuck with you. Yeah. That's fine. I loved what... I think what I loved about Anne was when she... When her and Marilla were driving towards Mrs. Spencer's house to clear up the misunderstanding. Yeah. yeah. 
And she obviously like had a terrible night. This lady is telling her over and over again how much she doesn't want her Mm -hmm. and how much she wants her to leave. She's crying the whole night. She says... Ooh. What? She's blinded by the light. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) She said, I've made up my mind to enjoy this drive. Yeah. And she still like enjoys it. She has a good time. And that's something that... Like, when I'm not in a good mood, I'm not in a good mood. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just not going to be in a good mood. Yeah. And I'm not even going to try to not be in a good mood mm-hmm. or to be in a good mood. Yeah. So I like that she, like, has that control of herself. Yeah. And wants to be positive and wants to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Even though it absolutely sucks. Right. She still wants to enjoy the nature and have a good time. Yeah. She's, uh, she's centuries ahead or she's ahead by a century. Uh... We didn't talk about it, but we'll give it its due day. Uh, There is an opening credit for this show uh, about five minutes in. Um, Like I said on the last book podcast we do. What? It's not the same, but it's certainly adjacent to all the other openings for all these other shows that we watched. Uh, I thought this one was like an illustration. This one was neat. I, I This one was the best yes. opening of better. This is a better opening than Game of Thrones. Better opening than. We know. Than The Politician. Better opening than Westworld. The Crown. But yeah, the, the Queen. Uh, Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Okay. And, but yeah, it's like a really pretty thing. But I, I fixated. I fixated on the lyrics of the song. Because it just kept saying over and over again, you're ahead by a century. And Anne is presu- like older than she should be. Yes. Mature, mature, mature ahead of her years because she's been put through absolute garbage. Shite. Uh-huh. And Anne the whole time is like, I can work a farm. Yeah. She's like, I can milk the cows. What's so hard about that? And they're all like, no, you're a girl. You can't. I may look weak, but I'm. I lift. Yes, she, she says. Said, but I'm strong. I'm strong like a boy. Right. Which, and that's because she's forced what, to be. Jerry didn't look particularly strong. No, he was tossing hay though. He's putting in work. How heavy is hay? Mr. Mungo Jerry. I don't know. I don't know how heavy hay is. I've never used a pitchfork to bale hay, but Jerry was putting in work. Yeah. And Anne probably could have done it. Yeah, she could have. But either way. Multiple hands makes light work, so good for the Cuthberts that they have Anne to have as their adopted daughter, which is weird because it's a daughter for both of them. Yeah. But not... I mean, it's not like you're signing papers. Correct. Yeah, because it's, <laughs> so. it's 1900s, Yeah. early 1900s Canada countryside. Right. Um, and now they got Jerry to put in the work on the, on the farm as a farmhand, principal farmhand Jerry. Okay, I think we've talked about Jerry enough, honestly. Yeah, I think he we was talked like two minutes. I think we've talked about the plot enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why don't we move on into our next segment? We didn't talk about dislikes. Oh, I, Unless I, I didn't. Talk I about. said my dislikes. Why don't you? What do you got? Okay, the biggest one was the scene where they're in the wagon going to the Spencer's house, her and Marilla. And what was it? A dog or a fox? Oh! Oh, the dog. The dog 
like somehow jumps out of the bushes in front of the horse and the mm-hmm. horse gets all spooked and like bucks the carriage and mm. Anne falls out. That Oof. was like the most shaky cam I've ever seen. Really? And was filmed. I thought that scene was not filmed well at all. Like Anne falling. Uh, it was a weird scene. It was not good. It was, a fr- it was the first point where Marilla actually appreciates Anne though. Yes, that part is nice. But just how that scene was filmed, I thought they could have done a better job. Mm. Sure. Okay, that's it. Okay. Sure. Well, after that, after likes and dislikes, we move on into our next segment, which is our prediction segment. Now, Kristen, listen to book one, the Anne of Green, the Anne of Green Gables, Anne of Green Gables. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, so she knows the, the lowdown on early Anne, probably uh, most of season one or all of season one, I would think. And is... I do know what happens in the rest of the books. Okay. She's spoiled I have not herself. read them. And she probably won't. Correct. I probably will not. <laughs> uh, well, describe it. Describe it like you described it to me, how you thought this book felt like. I don't know. This is, this is before we watch the show. Kristen described the book oh, as... that this book is like a sitcom? Like a sitcom! <laughs> it is! It was not like a sitcom. Okay, not this episode, but every other episode is going to be a sitcom. Sure. It's just random things happen that are kind of funny. <laughs> There's like not a plot. Sorry if you love this book. I think I would have liked it more if I was actually reading it. Mm. The other audiobooks I've listened to... Bridgerton and Little Fires Everywhere. I enjoyed listening to those. Sure. This, I don't know what it was. I did not like listening to this book. And I wish I actually read it. And it makes me, like, not want to read the other ones. As, like, that honestly makes me sad. Because I really thought I was going to love this book. Ah. Because everyone I hear talk about it is like, oh, this is such a good book. It's a classic book. I don't know. It just didn't click with me. Sorry, classic modern fiction. Yeah. Love Anne. That's about it. Sure. Sure. So, not going to read the other books, but I did, you know, find out what happens in them, so. Good. Good. Well, I've got theories that I've been postulating about. I will start at Anne's cherished belongings. Anne owns a bag Uh of things. It's a beat up bag of things and there's not many things in it. Maybe whatever clothes she's not wearing all the time, which is like maybe one article of clothing and she puts the cherry blossom branch in there before Mrs. Uh, Cuthbert takes it out and throws in the fire. But I want to know who do we think the bag belonged to before Anne? And is that something that you know? (laughs) No, I don't know that. Okay, well, I've got a theory Okay. that it may have been the only belonging that was left to her by her birth. Mm. Mother. She did. She was attached to it. Very attached. Yeah. As if it was the only thing that mattered to her before she had Mr. and Mrs. Cuthbert to care about. Yeah. Mostly Mr. Cuthbert, but... Right. It's a beat-up bag. It's like... It's like Aunt, uh, Grandma Aggie's bag from... Yeah, the carpet bag. Yeah, it's like a carpet bag. Yeah, it is. Um, 
It is a carpet bag. Yeah, it's a car. It's a car. It's a it's a carpet bag. It's got a broken <laughs> handle. Uh, we don't. We're not. So clearly, we're never gonna know. But uh, I mean, we could, but I don't think so. Yeah, maybe they'll like spice it up and and throw their own storyline in there. Oh well, yeah, they already changed some of it. Oh, we'll talk about change. No, they said they changed that and oh, left. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. We already okay. talked about this. Uh-huh. Well, bag theory. That's the bag theory. All right. End of bag theory. Um, I've got a sinking suspicion that the Cuthbert's residence, whether or not it is initiated by Mr. or Mrs. Cuthbert, or if it's after Mr. and Mrs. Cuthbert are gone and Anne is still there, if she just ends up staying there, that the place will become an orphanage. Oh. Uh, they emphasize, They say many, many a time that the Nova Scotia orphanage is overrun by children. Anne is an orphan. I wouldn't be shocked if she brought in more orphans. She doesn't like any of them. Well, but look... But it's the but she might like other girls that are like her. Yeah. You know, I I, I think I think that it would, would make be sense. a nice storyline. It would be a nice storyline, and from what I can see from the thumbnail for from Anne with an E season three. Yeah. There's a bunch of girls yeah, in the house. Behind. People might know what happens. There's a bunch of girls in the house. Who are all they? Well, now I can tell. For one, that one was Diana, but like, who are these other girls? There's not many people in the village. There could be more people. people. We haven't met them. Okay. That would be a good plot. That'd be a good plot. I'd be down for that. Um, okay. I, I did theorize before it happened that Anne and Diana were going to be best friends and then they did the blood pact so it was like okay validated yeah but i am i am tossing and this is the biggest thing the Anne, the Anne romance line what's it going to be for the future because look Anne, there prayed, is a very clear romance line for her Anne prayed for two things yeah to be pretty and to not have red hair now She's, well, that goes along with being. Or sorry, pretty. sorry, to stay at the Cuthberts. Yeah. And to be pretty. Right. Now, look, we've got options here, and I'll tell you where I'm at on on the two options that <laughs> she's going to end up with. Yeah. At the end of this whole story, it's either A, our boy Jerry, okay. or B, Diana. And my oh. money is on Diana. Huh. I. I don't know if it, this is a if this is a, a woman romance situation <laughs> that they're that they're they're blossoming here. They're gonna start as best friends. They're gonna always be there for one another, and ultimately they're gonna fall in love in the end. Then uh, bang, bang, bang. Okay, maybe you should rewrite. You should have wrote these books. It's Jerry. No, it's not Jerry. What? It's never Jerry. Jerry is not his name. I don't know what his name is, but it's not Jerry. Whatever. No. It's somebody else that we have not seen yet. Dang. Wait, it just light up my theory. Sorry. Sorry, spoilers. Sorry, But I didn't say who it was. That's true. It's not Jerry. Dang. Well, 
It kind of felt right, but hey, best friends. I do think Jerry and Anne become friends. Oh, yeah. Easy. Like, easy. Like, they don't hate each other the whole time. No. So. Dang, I want to know, I don't understand where Jerry lives. That's a good question. He lives in the hay. (laughs) He lives in the barn. Yeah, he lives in the barn with the animals. I don't know. Maybe he lives in the chicken coop. Maybe. Dang, that's that's a bummer. I, I... Sorry. Clearly, clearly, um, oh, 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 big, other big, big thing. What? What? Uh, and I can't even, I can't even ask you. I think Mr. Cuthbert is not long for this world. Aw. Sadly. I sense a season one departure mm. for Mr. Cuthbert. Now, I'm set. I, I, you know the answer about whether or not he like tragically dies. I don't think it's a tragic death. I just think he like has a heart attack, okay. and it's like Anne and Marilla are like stuck together. And that, that's that's how I see it. Uh-huh. That like here here is this nice figure that gives Anne uh-huh. all this promising, so nice, like a promising future, and like clearly cares about her, loves talking to her, loves her stories. Um. And then it just seems right that he would be, like, ripped away. It seems away. right that he would die. No, well, you know, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, and not even to, like, the point where it it's, like... It has to be hard for Anne. Right. But not even, like, to the point that she's getting everything ripped away from her. It's just, like... Yeah. Oh, now, now it forces her to be, like, that much closer to Marilla. Uh-huh. Which she's eventually going to get there, too. I'm, like, convinced. Okay. Their their relationship can't always be as tenuous as it was. Yeah. But, like, I'm setting the over-under on episode five and a half. How many episodes are there in the season? I do not know. I will check that and tell you. Hmm. Well, see, now that they're not all an hour and a half... Season one has ten episodes. Oh, sorry. Season three. Oh. Season one has seven episodes. Okay. I said five and a half, but which means basically like season finale or pre penultimate episode. Yeah. Or sooner. But you know the answer. So I won't. I don't know what episode anything happens in. Oh, but he dies. I don't want to say. That means he dies, folks. That's sad. But that's, hey, it has to be hard for Anne. You said it yourself. I know. Spoiler alert. Kristen knows. <laughs> I'm not saying. Well, can you say if you've read this book? You want me to? They might change it in the show. That means he dies in book one, folks. And we'll put it, well, we, won't, she, we won't make her say it, but... He probably dies in book one, folks. That's sad. Yes. It is. But hey, kind of expected. Yeah, you you thought it was going to happen. And, I, and I, I made, I put two and two together, and we got there. I mean, you see him, like, coughing. Yeah. That's and, like, grabbing his heart, and you're like, oh, man, <laughs> we're going to lose him. 
<laughs> well, the, the cat's out of the bag, folks. Sorry if you're uh, uh, if you haven't watched Anne with an E and you uh, intend to, and then you see this nice old man. He's probably not making it too far. <laughs> but now I wonder. Now I wonder which episode it is, and I'm gonna find out. Probably the last one. I'm gonna find out. He. It happens at the very end. I'm, like oh really? The last chapter. I'm gonna find out. I said I. I think it's episode six. Okay. Of seven. Well, you're going to find out? We're going to watch it? No, I'm going to look. I'm going to read the episode (laughs) descriptions because I don't need to see another episode of that show. And with that... I could play it while I'm working. With that... What? Let's move on to our final segment. (laughs) Okay. So, this is our final segment, the part of the show where we do the thing that we come here to do every week. Decide whether or not we believe this show is clear for takeoff or crash landing. Now, what this means is if a show is clear for takeoff, it will see itself through to the conclusion that its writer, director, producers would like it to, uh, i.e. it does not get canceled along the way. Uh, Many shows that are even good shows can get canceled. Um, Is Anne with an E one of them? Already has three seasons. I don't know. Uh, but I will leave it open to, to Kristen first to mm-hmm. give her verdict on whether or not she believes this show is clear for takeoff or crash landing. <sighs> okay, I think I have to talk it out a little bit. Because I don't know. Obviously, it has three seasons already. So that is something. Obviously, people want it at least for three seasons. I don't know... Up until what point this third season gets to or if it completely goes off book because that's what I kind of would assume because the first book she at the end of the first book she's already 18 oh the second book she's like 24 she grows up very quickly in the series which obviously this actress is not doing And it seems like they love this actress. Like, I don't think it's going to be a crown situation where they bring in a new actress just because she got older. They're not going to change out the whole cast. Right. It seems like they really like this girl. Mm Mm-hmm. If the producers... So I think if the producers wanted this to go the whole series... No. Crash landing. Interesting. I don't know if they wanted that, though, because while I have never really seen another Anne of Green Gables movie or show, Mm. I highly doubt they do it. Like, they go the whole length. When you say the whole length, you mean the the conclusion, the the way the eighth book wraps up. Right. That's how the movie... That they go through every book. Right. I highly doubt they do that. Well... They might not go through every book, but they might still yeah, cut out some stuff in the middle. Honestly, by the eighth book, it's like not even about her. It's about her kids. Really? Because she's like 60 and it's just about her kids. And of green kids. Yeah. So it's not going to follow the books for sure. Okay. I wish I knew what the producers wanted. I don't know. I I want to say it's crash landing, but not because it's bad. I'm going to say in like the truest meaning of crash landing in that it's not going to finish what the producers want. 
not that it's bad by any means. I think it's a very, like, well-produced show. Yeah. I think it's very quality. Mm -hmm. The actors are very good. We love Mm -hmm. Anne. I can't stress that enough. Sure. But I don't think that it will finish the story. Okay. So, in that sense, Crash Landing. You think, though... Do you think from this from the outset that the producers were like, we want to close it out with the, what happens at the the in the eighth book? No, I don't think so. But I think you know they they wanted to. I want to tell the story of Anne of Green Gables, mm-hmm. and in that purest sense, that means the books. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're gonna do the books. Well, let's. Out of curiosity, let's just see. skip ahead to season three. What's what's happening there? No, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna see that. I, wow, wow. What? Nine point oh is the lowest. Season three, episode ten, a nine point seven on IMDb. I'm saying it's good. These are like, but these numbers are high. Yeah, like really high. Ugh, like it's tough. It's really tough. I, I need to... I'm curious how old the actress is. Because yeah. Because sometimes you can play an older actress. She looks young, though. She looks really young in the first in the first series, the first season, which is 2017. Right. Uh, not Anne Shirley. I want to click... So they're doing a season every year. I, I think so. Let's see. Amy Beth McNulty is oh. definitely older than she looks. <laughs> In the show. With eyeliner on. With eyeliner on. Darn it. Ugh, yeah. I'm I'm saying it's good. I'm not saying it's bad. Oh, well, no. She's 19. Okay. So she was 16 when the show started. Yeah. Um, I just think that with these types of series... It always just ends up kind of fizzling out I, or ending differently than how it classically ends. Right. Because they're like, because they're just going to get to the point where they don't even know what they want to do. Right. Sure. Like they're going to change stuff and it's not going to be the same. And then they're not going to know what to do because they're not going to have the content from the books or they're going to try to merge them together somehow and it's just not going to work and they're not going to know what to do. I yeah I don't know, I don't it won't I don't think Got it's it. gonna work out. Okay, and for me maybe uh, this may be the highest reviewed show that we've ever watched. Yes, that's weird. It is very weird. Yeah, which means this is people would argue critics would argue the best product that we've watched for that we've consumed for the the podcast. This episode a nine out of ten on IMDb. Sure. Hard numbers to get. Yeah. Hard. On 2.2 thousand reviews. 2,244 mm-hmm. 2, total reviews on IMDb. The show for me, you've already said it, uh, it is a, an unfortunate crash landing. Uh, I just I just sense that like after maybe like season four, yeah. it just falls by the wayside on netflix netflix has canned good shows before yes um and maybe even i could see that i could see the show being 
knocked off of Netflix and then picked up by, say, Paramount Plus. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, or any other, you know, maybe a Hulu or, or, yeah. or something else. Um, it feels like it's going to be, be tossed around a little bit or just sort of uh, drop off. Unless, of course, season three is how it ends. What do you mean? Maybe they're done. Right, maybe this is maybe they only wanted to do three seasons of the early life, which then I guess that's fine. Then they accomplish it, and it's clear for takeoff. Is Anne with an E season four happening? An article from August eighteenth. Ah, uh, will there be a season four? Unfortunately, Anne with an E was canceled. Ah, uh, I'm sad. It's but sucks. we knew it. Yes, season three will be the show's last. So there is a petition going around for season four, but we knew it. Yeah. And with that, we'll take a victory lap because... Yeah. a slow victory lap. A slow victory lap. <laughs> 9.7 out of 10, the final episode of the show. Then why would they cancel it? The interest. It's always about the ratings. Yeah, because I think since so many people know the story... It's like, oh, they're doing this story. I'm going to like I'm going to watch it. And huh. then you watch the beginning and it's exactly how the first book is and mm. you're like, "Wow, I loved that." And then season 2 is And then is... people just haven't read the, the rest or people just don't really know what happens after that. Yeah. And then people aren't interested anymore. Rip. After the initial thing. Yeah. That sucks. It does suck. Rest in peace man and with an A. Yeah. Um gone after 3 seasons. But uh, I think we pegged it the right way, and I'm glad we checked. Yeah. Uh, we did not know ahead of time. No, I did not. I promise you that. But hey, that's why we're in the business here. That's why we pod. Uh-huh. We have the insight. And that's... It's a beauty, po- it's a beauty of podcasting. <laughs> Do you have anything else to say about Anne with an E? No. I'm just generally disappointed in, in the book. Ah. <laughs> Thought it was going to be a classic. Yeah. Turned out to just and be Jerry. I can see why it's a classic for younger children. If I read this when I was in middle school, I probably would have loved it and had the nostalgia. I just don't. So it didn't click. I think the show will be good. I think I will turn the show on while I'm working. Okay. And we can watch some of it. Sure. So we can see. I think the show will be good in its sitcom form. Maybe. When, they, <laughs> when they're doing bottle episodes that don't matter and it's yeah, like, exactly. uh, oh, look what Jerry got into. with the He was bailing the hay and then, oh, he fell off the horse. Oh, Jerry, what a goofball. <laughs> yeah. But that's all. Okay. Maybe I'll read it at some point, but don't listen to the, an audiobook of this. No. Wouldn't recommend. But hey, there's a free one on YouTube that Kristen listened to. Yeah. And hey, when it's free, it's for me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that note, why don't we make a motion to to close this thing out. But stay right there, listener, because we've got important content to cover for you. Kristen, thank you for joining me today uh, in leave of Sean to uh, put this pot out for the people. Yes, you're welcome. Thank you for watching Anne with an E. You can 
Because I've been saying I've wanted to watch it for months. Yeah, and maybe we will. Maybe we won't pay too much attention to it. Yeah. Hey. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, important, and, and, and please, I know you, you may, listener, uh, if you've gotten this far in the pod, just, uh, just hang on for a little bit while I, uh, when I talk about some things. Uh, thank you, Angelo and Andrew, our producers. Uh, my sister, Emily, for doing our artwork for the show. Thank you to Kristen and Christian and Sean every single week who helped me, John, put out the content uh, that you love to hear. You can connect with us via our email, pilotsguidepod at gmail.com, or on our Twitter at pilotsguidepod. Uh, You could also check out uh, and grab a Pilot's Guide sticker from the uh, Redbubble store that's linked in the description below. Now, here is the important news in the streaming world. Uh, Kristen and I are recording this on February 9th. That is two days following Super Bowl 55. And many commercials during Mm -hmm. Super Bowl 55 were about a new streaming service that is coming in March. Paramount Plus. All I can say is Julie Chen was not in the commercials. Jeff Probst was from Survivor. Julie Chen was not. We thought it was had something to do with uh, with CBS, but it doesn't. I guess Par- <laughs> I don't know who what Paramount owns exactly. Right. Um, but let's just take a little look at Paramount Plus shows. I would think it's mostly movies. Paramount is yes a movie thing. I'll tell you that. Yeah. There's and there's already like a Paramount Network uh app that you can have. But here, we'll go to paramountplus.com. It starts March 4th. Now Sean and I uh during the Super Bowl Sean texted me and said Paramount Plus eyes emoji. Oh, okay. So it's CBS, BET, Comedy Central, Nickelodeon, MTV, and the Smithsonian Channel. Yes. So That's a lot. They're trying to get a big, a big, um, a big swath of channels to contribute here because. Oh, so this is. It's not like Paramount owns these. Uh, I mean, Paramount probably owns these. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you said all that. Uh, peak originals this is what we're here for. Meet captivating characters, explore new worlds, and enjoy returning fan favorites in the growing collection of Paramount Plus Originals. We've got The Stand, which is an adaption of a Stephen King book, uh, which is just available on... These are all just shows that are out. Yes, but shows that will be exclusive to Paramount Plus. Interestingly enough, Star Trek, both Discovery and Picard, which are... Uh, CBS All Access originals yeah. are going off of CBS All Access. I just started a CBS All I Access know. account. I know. Is CBS All Access gone? What do you mean CBS All Access? Julie for... Chen wasn't there. Where's Where Chen Where are Bot? we watching Big Brother? This is key. That is key. Is key. Um, but those shows are going to be Paramount+. Plus. Uh, what is Memo 618? Oh, The Good Fight. Uh, that'll be oh. a Paramount Plus original. Why Woman Kill. Um, oh, Tuning Out the tuning News. Tuning Out the News, That's which on is CBS. cartoon news show. Yeah. Uh, the SpongeBob movie will also be there. And 
interestingly enough, they will have live sports. And why the heck did I start a CBS Alexis account? Just like, well, just cancel it when I might this comes out. How I might much does it. this cost? Okay. Live sports on this thing. All, CBS Sports, which is the most annoying thing about CBS is because you can get Fox. You don't need a Fox Plus. Yeah. And NBC, you don't need that. You, Peacock is free. Um, but instead, when you're trying to watch football, you get stuck. Uh, 50% off the first year for Paramount Plus. Doesn't say. And I'll click try it now and we'll see what happens. Okay. Um... Um, well, it doesn't start until Oh, March. CBS All Access becomes Paramount Plus. Perfect. So maybe you'll just get it. Yeah, never mind. It's just CBS All Access. Yeah. Joke's on us. But now, like, with Nickelodeon and MTV and stuff. That's honestly hilarious. I'll spend that all that time hilarious. complaining. So there you go. That's the news and streaming, folks. CBS All Access becoming Paramount Plus. Wow. Because every streaming service... Needs to have a plus. Well, I said it last time that Discovery Plus was the last one we needed, so. And have we enjoyed it? Yes. Yes. I need to watch more crime shows. She loves her crime shows, folks. But uh, with that, I think uh, I think that does it for another episode of Pilot's Guide Podcast. Yeah. Um, don't know what next week's show is going to be. We'll figure it out. We'll see what's hot. What's that show that was hot? You know, that show that was hot. That's also a book on Netflix. Something about river or lake or something. Riverdale. <laughs> lake House River Drive. Something. Lake something. Lake something River. Lake. Blue Lake or something. Lake of Shining Waters. I don't know. Chris, where are we landing this plane? Canada. We're landing in Ontario. Going down to Ontario. Folks, we're going to try to uh, very carefully navigate the Canadian countryside and land in the Lake of Blue Water, Lake of Shining Waters. <laughs> and, um, you know, when we make our water landing, which we tend to do, if you'd be so kind on the way out to grab a tiny bag of mixed nuts and a tiny tequila, uh, you can enjoy that while we wait and refuel for our next flight. Uh, but as we say around here, this time... Kristen's going to get it right. Feel, please feel free. Continue. <laughs> well, I usually get it wrong, so you stop me. Feel free to roam about the cabin. She did it. Oh, good. This has been John. And Kristen. There she goes. And this has been Pilot's Guide signing off. Thank you. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.